Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team. The Reds split a pair of games with the Washington Nationals on Thursday. They lose the suspended game from Wednesday night 5-3, to but come back and win the nightcap. Final score 3-0. In the victory, Sonny Gray was outstanding, pitching six innings of no-run, two-hit baseball as he finally wins his first game of the 2021 season. And A. Eugenio Suarez, who once again was in the leadoff spot, gave the Reds all they needed in the top of the first when he homered to center field. Highlights in a bit, but first some final thoughts on the game from Tommy Thrall and Jeff Brantley. Thanks, Jed. Good one as the Reds claim victory 3-0 over the Nationals. Cowboy, you look at this series, and if this doesn't leave a good taste in your mouth, I don't know what will because the Reds beat two really good pitchers to claim this series. Max Scherzer on uh, Tuesday, and then tonight they beat Steven Strasburg. Yeah, it seemed like maximum concentration in both of those ball games, but I think the biggest issue is you go back to starting pitching. Tyler Malley threw outstanding in game one. Same goes for Sonny Gray here in game three. I think you look at the early run that the Reds were able to get um, in the first ball game with Kyle Farmer's home run in the third inning. It allowed Malley to relax a little bit and just kind of not have to worry about one pitch killing him. And I think the same can be said for Sonny Gray here tonight. Your first batter of the ball game, a. Eugenio Suarez, hits a home run to the opposite field. And at that point, well, let's be honest, that's all Sonny Gray needed. Suarez went four for 12 out of that leadoff spot in this series against the Nationals. He's now got himself a modest little three-game hit streak, couple of home runs over that stretch. Is it too early to say that he's back? Or should we just enjoy the success that he's having right now over the small sample? Well, I I think what you're seeing is a a little more uh, attacking Eugenio Suarez rather than hoping. And and I think that to get out of a slump, it's it's slow building blocks. I don't don't know that you can say that he's there, but all the signs are pointing to Eugenio Suarez getting back to a. Eugenio Suarez. And that's a good sign. On to play the Cubs Friday afternoon at Wrigley. Vladimir Gutierrez will make his major league debut. We'll get a look at him tomorrow afternoon. Yet back to you. Now to the highlights, and we start with game one on Thursday afternoon. This game actually got underway Wednesday night at 7.05. The Reds put a couple of runners on base in the top of the first but failed to score. The Nationals, on the other hand, crossed the plate twice against Jeff Hoffman. With one out, he walked Juan Soto and gave up a hit to Josh Bell. 
Then with two down, Starlin Castro brought the first run home. He gave up a one-out single, but then walked the next three batters, including the lone run that he allowed. This ball is ripped on a line. One hop to Winker and left. He charges aggressively. Here comes the throw to the plate offline. The run will score. And the Nationals have an early 1-0 lead as they strike first in this one. Starlin Castro with his 19th run batted in. A bullet into left field. Bell up to second base. He holds there, but Soto scores from second to give the Nationals the first inning lead. Hoffman then proceeded to walk Josh Harrison, and then he did the same to Alex Avila. Here in the first inning, Hoffman from the belt, back to the plate, payoff pitch, way inside, ball four, Hoffman's walked in a run. With one out in the bottom of the second, Hoffman walked back-to-back hitters and then called out the trainer and left the game with right shoulder soreness. He was placed on the 10-day injured list Thursday morning. Brad Brock took over on the mound and ended that inning without a run, scoring Hoffman's line one in the third innings pitch, two hits, two earned runs, five walks, no strikeouts, 46 pitches, 20 of those four strikes. The Nats added to their lead in the third off Brock. Josh Harrison led off the inning with a single. He stole second base. Two outs later, pitcher Joe Ross brought him home. Brock looking for a big pitch here. And a bullet into right field. That's a base hit. No play at the plate for the rapidly charging right fielder. Nick Castellanos, and it appeared, did Castellanos throw that ball to the plate? I, I think he threw it to first, trying to get Ross, and the throw got by Stevenson into the dugout. Well, we could not see it on the view that we're getting here. It was great effort for him from India. Yeah, it looked like Castellanos tried to throw that ball as a third baseman would throw a slow roller and charging it from third base. He threw it off one foot. He threw it well wide of second base. So that'll be an error on Castellanos, and that indeed will allow the runner to go to second, and it's 3 nothing Nationals. This game was suspended after the final out in the top of the fourth inning, and then it resumed Thursday afternoon at 2.05. CNL Perez, who was recalled Thursday when Hoffman was put on the IL, pitched a 1-2-3 fourth inning. Ryan Hendricks did the same in the fifth, but the Nats got to him in the bottom of the sixth. With one out, pinch hitter Luis Garcia tripled the right, leadoff man Trey Turner then made it 4 nothing. Under at third, one out, the 2-2. Turner lifts it in the air, right field, sinking quickly. It falls for a hit in front of Castellanos. That'll get the run home, and Turner has an RBI single to right. That's his 26th run batted into the year. Back-to-back hitters where Hendricks really tried to get on the breaking ball. It comes out of the hand early, and it just rolls up there. The previous pitch to Garcia did the same thing. It ends up being a triple. This time, the ball just rolls right in on the hands of Turner, and he just fists it out into right field. Turner stole second base and came home courtesy of Josh Bell. Gudeau's pitch. Swing, and there's a little chopper that'll bleed through the infield for a base hit. Around third coming home is Turner, and the Nationals have added two to their lead here in the sixth. It's now five to nothing, and... Boy, that looked like that would be an ending-ending ground ball, but he hit it right between the second base bag and the second baseman, India. Meanwhile, Joe Ross, who was the actual starter Wednesday night, shut the Reds down through four innings. 
Austin Voth took over on Thursday afternoon. He pitched the fifth and the sixth innings. With two outs in the fifth, a Eugenio Suarez singled. Jesse Winker then singled, but he was gunned down, trying to stretch it into a double, and that threat died. Kyle Finnegan shut the Reds down in the seventh inning. The Reds finally got on the scoreboard in the eighth off former Red Tanner Rainey. A. Eugenio Suarez hitting in the leadoff spot again, singled to left, his second hit of the game. Jesse Winker then singled, and then Nick Castellanos brought Suarez home. Rainey goes to work against Nick Castellanos. First pitch is line to right center. That's a base hit. Headed to third and not stopping Suarez. He'll get the wave around, and he will score. Winker is into second. Three straight hits get the Reds on the board in the eighth. It's an RBI single for Castellanos, his 31st. Run batted into the year, and it extends his hit streak to 13 games. Daniel Hudson replaced Rainey. He gave up a bloop single to Tyler Naquin to load the bases. After Mark Payton struck out, Tucker Barnhart came through. Full count, one out the pitch, and Barnhart rips one on a line to right for a base hit. That'll score Winker. Everybody else up 90 feet. The Reds have tacked on another one here in the eighth, and it's now a three-run Nationals lead. Tucker Barnhart coming through with his 16th run batted in, his first hit of this game as he singles home Winker from third. Kyle Farmer then made it 5-3. The 0-2 pitch. And Farmer skies one to right. Pretty shallow. Soto coming in near the line. The catch is made. Tagging at third, Castellanos. He's coming home. He will score just ahead of the throw from Soto. But moving up to third base is Naquin. And Barnhart will stay put at first. The Reds get another run on the sack fly to right by Kyle Farmer. And it makes it a two-run Nationals lead. It's now 5-3. to three. In the top of the ninth, Cincinnati had to face lefty Brad Hand. Alex Blandino grounded out. Suarez grounded out. Jesse Winker reached on an infield single, his fourth hit of the game. But then Hand took care of Nick Castellanos. First pitch to Castellanos. And he swings, hammers it on the ground, but to third. Bobbled for a moment, recovered by Castro. He goes the short way to second to force out Winker, and that's all. Reds fall 5-3 to three to the Nationals in the second game of this three-game series. Here are the game one totals for the Nationals. Five runs, nine hits, no errors, ten left on base. Cincinnati, three runs, 11 hits, one error. They strand at nine. Voth, the winner, 1-0. and oh. Hoffman, the loser, 3-4. and four. Hand picks up his eighth save. Game time for game one, three hours and 26 minutes. Now the highlights from Game 2. Because it was the second game of a semi-doubleheader, this game was only scheduled for seven innings, and it turned out to be a really good pitching matchup between Steven Strasburg and Sonny Gray for Cincinnati. It didn't take long for the Reds to score off Strasburg. In fact, third baseman A. Eugenio Suarez took care of business leading off the game. Suarez 3-for-9 since... Moving to the leadoff spot, the pitch. And he swings and sends a high fly ball. Pretty well hit. Deep right center field. Gone! Wow. How about four for ten from the leadoff spot with a couple of homers? Suarez with his 11th home run of the year gives the Reds a one nothing lead. Strasburg then hit the next batter but got out of the inning without another run scoring. Sonny Gray gave up a one-out single in the bottom of the first but he got a pop out and a strikeout to end the inning. Max Schrock doubled for the Reds with one out in the second, but he was stranded at third base, and Gray then pitched a 1-2-3 second for Cincinnati. 
Strasburg set the Reds down in order in both the third and the fourth innings, but they broke through in the fifth. With one out, Sonny Gray reached on an infield single. Alex Blandino struck out, but Eugenio Suarez then walked. So first and second with two outs, and Jesse Winker came through again, this time with a little help from the second base bag. Open shortstop position for Winker if he happens to go that way. And a ground ball right back up the middle. It takes a bad hop into center field. Here comes Gray. He will score, and it's 2 to nothing Reds. How about that? I'm not sure if that ball hit the bag or if it just took a bad hop on the shortstop, Trey Turner. But Turner normally, if he's anywhere in the area code of a ground ball, he is making the play. And Weaker hit it hard right back up the box, and indeed it did hit the second base bag. Oh, what a break for the Reds, and that is huge in this ballgame. Tyler Naquin was playing right field in the nightcap just to give Nick Castellanos a break. He was next up, and he brought the third run home. Fastball looped into left field. That's going to fall, and that's a base hit. Scoring is Suarez. Schwarber quickly to it down at the wall, and all the way to third is Jesse Winker, and it is now 3-0 Reds. And on to second is Naquin, and the Reds have put together quite a two-out rally here against Steven Strasburg. Well, looking at Naquin's reaction after he hit it, he thought that that ball was going to be a foul ball. And then he watched it, and that ball just kind of hung down the line and dropped, I mean, not even a foot fair, just inside the line and then kicked into foul territory easily scoring Suarez. Sonny Gray gave up an infield hit in the bottom of the third inning and then set nine batters in a row down before he walked Juan Soto with two outs in the sixth. Josh Bell was next up, and Gray got out of the inning. Bell waves the bat out over the plate. Gray dealing with the middle of the Nationals order right now. The one-two pitch again. Swing, and that one's hit right back at Gray. Knocks it down, picks it up, flips to first, and gets the out. That was a bullet, but I think it hit his glove. And that's what he used to knock down that line drive back at him. And that's exactly what it was. Hit right in the palm. So, Sonny Gray rolling along. Six shutout innings in the books for the Red starter. That was the last batter Gray would face, and he had quite the outing. Six innings pitch, two hits, no runs, one walk, five strikeouts, 90 pitches, 54 of those for strikes. Lucas Sims came on to pitch the bottom of the seventh in this seven-inning game. And he got the final out. Here's the one-two pitch. Swing and a fly ball. Right center field. Akiyama over. He's got it. And that's it. Reds win it three to nothing. Shutting out the Washington Nationals. And the Reds take two out of three in D.C. It's the Reds' first series victory over the Nationals since 2016. And Sonny Gray gets his first win of the season. Here are the game two totals for Cincinnati. Three runs on six hits, no air, six left on base. For Washington, no runs, two hits, one air. They stranded three. Gray, the winner, one and three. Strasburg, the loser, one and two. Sims picks up his third save of the season. Home runs in the game, just one. That was Eugenio Suarez, number 11. Two hours and seven minutes, 9,020 on hand at National Stadium in Washington, D.C. Time to hear from the starter and winner of game two, Sonny Gray. Sonny, six innings of shutout baseball. It looked like, at least from us, that you had life on the fastball, an extra snap on your breaking balls. Is this the best that the ball's come out of your hand this year? 
Um, one of the best. It came out good in Chicago. It came out good in L.A. Uh, my whole focus this whole week was uh, challenging guys. And it just so happened that kind of we had a, some, some weird last two days with the weather and then it being a seventh inning game, which which was more important to challenge guys. Uh, I had every I had every the thought my whole day was challenge guys and, and throw seven innings. I kept saying, you know, I, I throw, throw seven innings, put, put up, give up, give up zero runs and, you know, we win the game. Um, so that was just my thought the whole time was, was the challenge and just throw strikes. I know I had the one walk late, um, but for the most part, I was just trying to challenge early challenge often. And, and then once I got the two strikes, still continued to try to challenge. Um, and that was it. That was pretty much, that was pretty much it. Were you lobbying at all to go seven for the complete game? Uh, I think, I think I, I think I, I could have. Yes, uh, weird situations there at the end. It, the ball kind of hit me in my hand, and I was, it was kind of, I was, I'm fine, but I kind of was losing my feelings, and it was kind of like reactions right there, and I was like, I was like, I don't, so went, yeah, it was, it was fine, like, um, but I told David, I was like, it's probably, you know, go ahead. I was kind of down there, and I was kind of pulling my hand and seeing how, how I was doing. It was kind of, it was numb at the moment. Uh, so I was just kind of, I was kind of like, I had like a mini panic. Um, so I, it was probably just best. I said, uh, David was like, how, how you doing other than that? I was like, I feel okay. I was like, it's probably just probably time to, to go, to go down there, probably time to go down there. And I tried to give it early. So, it, you know, it wouldn't be like, the like it wouldn't be like a rush thing or anything. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, uh, I just, you know, just trying to attack, attack, keep us, keep us there and, and come out here and win a series. Friday afternoon, the Reds will be in Chicago at Wrigley Field to take on the Chicago Cubs. It'll be game one of what will be a three-game weekend series. And in game one, Vladimir Gutierrez will be called up from Triple A. He will start for Cincinnati. It will be his major league debut. We'll be on the air with the pregame show at 150. First pitch is scheduled for 220. And once again, the final scores on Thursday. In game one, the Nationals beat Cincinnati 5-3. to The Reds come back and win the nightcap. Final score, 3-0. And I'm Dave Armbruster with your Reds game recap. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.